Hello, and welcome to the Online Evocation Pod, a podcast produced by Zuma. I'm Doug, and today I have with me Daniel Falk, Zuma's very own SEO expert. Naturally, today's episode is about SEO, but we actually decided to discuss whether you can be too SEO-focused with your content. We actually got the idea from a discussion we had in a meeting last week, so it was great to develop it a little bit more in the pod. I hope you enjoy it, and if you do, don't forget to subscribe. Let's get started. So, welcome, Daniel. Thank you. Zuma's very own SEO expert, back again. How, uh, how was the pod experience last time? Yeah, it was good, I think. Mm. The, the time just fly by. I, 30 minutes uh, went by very quickly, uh, talking about interesting stuff. Well, you wanted to come back at least, so that must be a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> we got the idea for this uh, episode in a meeting yesterday, and I should give credit that it was actually Anders' idea. Yeah. And it's about SEO, of course, because you're joining us. And the topic really is um, if you can be too SEO focused, because, you know, we were having a discussion and we realized that a lot of the content we publish at the moment is uh, cluster content. So it's focused on our topic clusters, this kind of content strategy that we're following. And we've had episodes about that as well. Um, But we noticed that we have a lot of that content, but another type of content that we used to publish quite a lot, which are kind of more philosophical kind of articles, I would say, um, have dropped off a little bit. And to give an example, there was, it was a, this was an article that was published a while ago, I remember, but it was, uh, it was Anders who wrote it, and um, he was writing about public transport and digitalization. And his idea was that there's a lot more space now on public transport because, you know, when you're sat on a train or a bus, everyone's not sitting with really big newspapers. They're sat no. with their phones <laughs> instead, so you don't, you know, knock elbows so much. So I think that was a good example of, you know, a, a, an article that was not really focused on any keyword like the other type of content we publish, no. but was anyway very interesting and, and got a good reaction. So, so yeah, I guess the first question is really, in that sense, can you be too SEO focused with your content? Uh, yeah, actually, I think so. Um, that's one example that you um, gave here, uh, where uh, maybe uh, social share and, and uh, other kind of social interactions may increase because the content is more uh, snackable and easy to digest. Uh, and these uh, factors could uh, be involved as a signal when Google is ranked. So, so uh, absolutely. Uh, and. Uh, also uh, about the user experience because uh, uh, we almost know for sure that the UX factors uh, taken into account when Google is ranking the website. Uh, and um, if you are presented by a large uh, volume or a wall of text when uh, reaching a website because the editor or the creator have uh, thought too much about SEO in that way that they want to have as much text as possible to, to include all of the keywords and the um, headlines, etc., to cover the, the top. And that, that will, of course, uh, make people uh, go back to the search results in, in, in many cases uh, because it's hard to just digest all the content. So, so I think uh, by, by having sometimes more snackable content published, uh, it will kind of mix up with the more lengthy content that you that you produce and, and that will give an, an overall better user experience and better uh, uh, ranking hopefully so so yeah uh, i think and and also if we're talking about the social uh, share factor uh, as, as me 
may be uh, as this may be a factor for Google as well. Nobody wants to share a content that looks too boring because uh, if you share something on on LinkedIn or or Facebook, you uh, you are kind of partly the sender of that material, and 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 uh, you want to share something that you uh, that maybe gave you a good uh, experience or that you learned something from it, and 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 um, often you maybe you take a quick decision on sharing something, and then uh, you you often uh, need to um, kind of read the content quite quickly to understand what it is about. And, and if it's a, a, a too long article, you, you won't probably do that and, and then you won't share it. So I think, um, yeah, you, you also, by, by having a content produced that is uh, sometimes different from the other you, content you, you create, you will um, probably get more shares uh, as well. And especially if it's uh, maybe not controversial, but maybe it's a different take on a topic that, where, where you kind of challenge the reader a bit. Or, uh, so yeah, yeah, I think definitely you, you can um, you can think too much of SEO if you, if you um, do it for every article that you create or, or publish. Yeah, and no, I guess obviously you want to be relevant and you want to show up in search results for, for relevant topics, but I think it's also important to be unique, you know, and, yeah, and exactly. produce the stuff that kind of makes you unique because, you know, there's a lot of companies all trying to get the same position and using the same kind of tactics. And... Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, if you if you have done your keyword research, uh, we talked about uh, during a last pod session, um, you, you, you are, would probably focus on the keywords that have a good search volume each month, and then you can know for sure that a lot of other uh, companies are focusing on the same keywords and they are probably uh, researching uh, in a similar way that you do, um, finding other blog, blog posts to be inspired by, etc. So, so I think uh, a lot of the content will kind of be the same or, or structured in the same way or answer the same question. So, so uh, yeah, uh, and, and then it's easy to just uh, uh, disappear in, in this uh, large <laughs> amount of content that you produce. Mm. So, so, yeah, as you say, be more unique, uh, at least sometimes in what you publish uh, is, uh, is definitely something you should think of. And, 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 uh, and when you have uh, tried to uh, Google for, could you come up with another take on, the, on this content and try to Google for... Uh, uh, to see if you can find anything similar to that or, or if other companies are having another take on it that you can be inspired by. Not not only by looking at the keywords that you have selected to, the, to begin with. Uh, maybe you can um, uh, challenge the uh, content in, in, in some ways to, to find another uh, an- angle of it. Yeah, exactly. I just want to go back to that uh, user experience thing that we mentioned. So, you know, I guess a consequence of having that kind of, you know, really laser-focused SEO content may be, like you said, people arrive on the page uh, looking for, you know, a bit more of a, a personal take and, and then they yeah. leave again quickly or perhaps even, you know, people who follow this site and, and get sick of the same kind of content all the time, mm, perhaps yeah. not visiting. Like, what do we know what kind of impact that, that kind of behavior can have on search ranking? Um, I would say we, we can't know anything for, <laughs> for sure when, no. when it comes to Google. Uh, but uh, it has been talked for a long time um, about UX signals and that, that it affects uh, uh, the ranking. And uh, you can probably, I, I, I don't uh, have any article to <laughs> give you right uh, at the moment, but if you just Google, you can probably find uh, proof on, on, on this. Uh, and um, it's quite uh, logical that Google uh, uses these things as a ranking factor. 
um, because um, if you if they measure, for example, someone searches for a phrase, they find your website and they they click on it and visit page, and then they just bounce back because they thought, oh, I, I can't digest all that content, or I uh, yeah too long. Then that's probably a, a factor or a signal that Google used to decide. And then of course they need a, a lot of data to uh, to really understand if, if because uh, different people can have different thoughts about your content for it. But but I think uh, over uh, over a longer period of time it will um, affect you. And especially if uh, if all of your content um, all of your content uh, produces higher bounce rates or short time on page, and that will probably uh, affect you over your overall uh, SEO mm. uh, trust. So uh, I mean that, that's why I'm talking about maybe you can sometimes of course you need to have a more lengthy article to cover like the pillar pages that you create uh, etc. But um, if you mix it up with the the kind of articles we are talking about today, uh, I think you can um, kind of make your um, score or your UX score uh, from Google uh, to to be better uh, if you mix things up. Um, and also that will also give you some data because um, as you can measure everything, uh, it's interesting to see what is the difference between these two pages. And you can maybe look at the how is it performing uh, uh, for visitors coming from Google? Uh, how is it performing uh, when you share stuff? Uh, is, is there uh, any differences in, in the KPIs when you share the, the more lengthy content towards the uh, more snackable content? So um, mm. uh, that, that's also some, a reason to, to, to test uh, this, uh, yeah. to get the data. Yeah. We mentioned it before, but, and this is something I haven't been quite clear on before, but um, it's about the impact of uh, you know social performance on SEO. Yeah. And like we said, these long, you know, well, longer, really knowledge-focused, practical SEO articles maybe aren't the most engaging ones that people would want to share on LinkedIn, yeah. for example, the rest of their network. So the shares and things like that potentially have an impact as well. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, maybe um, as Google <laughs> doesn't have an, uh, its own social network, uh, except maybe YouTube, um, it, it's, uh, I think that they can't get any kind of internal data on, on these things. Uh, they, then they have to rely on, on what Facebook and uh, Instagram and the other social networks uh, data that maybe uh, that they can reach from outside kind of. So, so yeah, I, I would say I'm a bit more unsure about exactly how that affects uh, things because Google historically at least they, they want to have their own data and build their kind of uh, rankings based on that. Uh, so I would say sometimes they can't, uh, sometimes they must take that into account probably. And then they, they use it, uh, I'm, I'm sure about that. Um, but as it's not their own data, it could be uh, um, harder to say exactly how the impact will be. But um, uh, as uh, that is really today, that is something that has changed because previously uh, links uh, towards the page was really the uh, main factor behind you, your ranking and, and the trust that was uh, that a, that a domain was given from Google and because the one uh, one link to page we counted kind of a vote on that page that it's a good page and today I think uh, of course links is still important but uh, now more shares are done through the social networks instead of linking from your blog because it's Having a blog is not that popular today, at least uh, among uh, private persons, as it was before. So now it's more social. And, and therefore, I think Google has been kind of forced to, to take that 
models on when they take it into account. Uh, so, um, so yeah, uh, it's it's important, and, and if there maybe you shouldn't just think of Google because it's a, you can still get a lot of traffic, of course, from the shares. So I think having a good uh, Google, or or if you if Google thinks that's good, it's more like a bonus if you if you get a good uh, number of shares. Yeah. This all kind of ties in with a discussion that I hear more and more, really, that you know people are saying it's it's kind of harder to find stuff on the internet nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> you know, if if you if you search, you know, often if you search for how to do something, mm. top links are always perhaps from companies who want to promote their own products, or maybe from you know publishers who who uh, earn their money through ads and that kind of thing. And mm. yeah, you know, it's it's maybe not as easy to find. You know, like we said, the the little blog of just some guy on the other side yeah, of the world. Yeah. You know, as perhaps as it was in the past. Yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, I have experienced that, especially if you have a computer problem or something, and you're yeah. googling for that. Uh, I think the first pages that show up are often kind of uh, uh, full of ads, and you really need to scroll to find any <laughs> valuable content. Mm. Uh, so yeah, um, and, but but I'm I'm not sure that. <laughs> that, that Google want to have it like that because no. uh, I think they they also want to show the small blog from uh, from uh, from a private person that talking about the issue or the problem that you have or or, or uh, what it could be. Uh, but I'm not sure why <laughs> they are working all the time on fixing or or updating their uh, their search engine results. And and uh, I think I read uh, recently that they will kind of promote smaller uh, uh, sites and, and content. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember in which update, but, uh, I, I'm, I'm, but of course then that content needs to be good. <laughs> and uh, and uh, there should be, as, as these sites that are ranking well are probably, they have a very, probably a large team of SEO experts and they have a lot of tech people setting things up so that they will rank the site. They don't have any maybe real content uh, and, and uh, that's quite unfair because they probably can acquire links as well that make uh, make uh, increases their authority on from google and and that's something that's impossible for the smaller sites to to do and and uh, yeah that's uh, that's actually a question <laughs> for the future how yeah. how can a smaller blog or a smaller website uh, compete towards the bigger sites that you often see at the, mm. at the top uh, i don't have an, the answer <laughs> right now but maybe that could be a topic for uh, for an upcoming blog and uh, session oh, we'll come back to that so uh, yeah so yeah just to finish up i uh, suppose if what would you say to a company who you know, perhaps launching a new blog or knowledge hub and, you know, really says we're going to go totally all in on, on you know, search and we're going to get these keywords and, and everything we do is going to be focused on getting a good search ranking. I mean, and obviously that's important. It's not like you shouldn't do that, but would you no, maybe no, exactly. say, you know, yeah, sure, that's that's good, but, you know, maybe try and set yourselves apart a little bit as well. Mm, yeah, exactly. Because, uh, yeah, you you need to do what you what you are talking about here. Yeah. Do your research and and understand where the search volumes are, uh, because that will help you creating the the content that that has the potential to rank well. But uh, uh, don't forget to mix it up with with uh, more with content that that is easier to share and uh, also to to digest. And uh, if you publish something more lightweight on a Friday, maybe it's a, a, a um, bigger potential for that to be shared because people are in Friday mode. And if it's a more lightweight article, that could be interesting. And 
um, yeah, not all Friday, better why not on a Monday as well <laughs> to lighten <laughs> things up. Uh, yeah, so so um, absolutely, I think the mix is, is the key here uh, because then you will get the social shares and you will also uh, have UX signals that's positive uh, in another way because people will will see. And then of course you can promote the more content-rich article from this because you, as always, you 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 should link internally. So if it's a relevant article um, that that uh, covers the one of the things that you talk about in the article, then you should link to it or uh, provide a, a some kind of content piece for download or something that, uh, to 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 get a lead from it. Of course, you should uh, continue to do that on this this kind of articles as well. Great. Well. Thank you very much, Daniel. It's always a pleasure. Thank you very much. And we'll see you, uh, yeah, again in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, thanks for listening to the Onlineification Pod. Hopefully you enjoyed it. And if you did, don't forget to subscribe, either on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud. You can also use the RSS feed to listen through the podcast app of your choice. You can find it on zuma.se. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.